Everybody who, who is in business because they're passionate about helping consumers, you're in business for the right reasons. The money will follow. If you have that backwards, you're not going to get very far. If you're in a business solely because of the money, then you're only going to make so much of it because it requires passion for you to grow something above and beyond what you ever thought would be possible to grow. Are you ready to revolutionize your credit repair business? Welcome to Credit Repair Junkies, the ultimate podcast for credit repair entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Bruce Palatano, seven-figure serial entrepreneur and author. Each week, we'll dive deep into battle-tested strategies, uncover the latest industry breakthroughs, and reveal insider tips that will put your business light years ahead of the competition. If you're ready to grow your credit repair business, head to creditrepairjunkies.com forward slash go to watch my free training. Today, what I want to talk to you guys about is the most damaging mistakes that CROs make in their credit repair business. Now, this is not a fact. This is my opinion. You're entitled to yours. My opinion is what I'm going to talk to you guys about today. The most damaging mistakes that CROs make in their credit repair business. Before I go into that, let me talk to you a little bit about who I am. Like, why I even listen to what this guy is saying on stage. So, my name is Bruce Palatano. Picture there are my family, Princess and Isaiah and Liliana. They are my world. Um, that's why I do what I do. That's why I'm here. Um, flew all the way over here. I left them at home and they're kind of upset, but that's all right. Next time they'll be here. I wrote two books. I wrote Understanding Credit Repair in the World Around It. That one was an intentional book that I wrote back, I don't know how many years ago, but I wrote that book because I wanted to educate my own clients on what credit repair is. And what I did was I put all the, the knowledge that I had in the most easy, digestible way I could possibly think of is that book so I can send a copy of that book to every single one of my clients so they can know what credit repair is, the world around it, and how it works. My second book, The 7-Day CRO, that one, was, that one was an accident. I wrote that book an accident because I created a training, 7-Day CRO, that teaches credit repair business how to start a business in seven days. So I took the content of that training, put it into a book, and there it is. And then I have a couple of awards for, for earning over a billion dollars in my credit repair business. Um, so I've been doing this for a little bit. And I don't say that because I'm trying to impress anybody. I don't have anything to, to impress anyone with. I just want to be able to share a little bit of my knowledge with you guys and what I've learned over the last 11 years in the credit repair industry. So what's the mistake? The biggest mistake that I see that CROs are making in their business today is that they're working in their business instead of on their business. That's a problem, y'all. If you're working in your business and not on your business, your business is going to stay like this. Well, you might grow in a little bit, but then at some point, it plateaus. CROs almost never become true CEOs. And the ones that do, they wait way too long for it. Real true CEOs, they don't spend their time creating these few letters, folding paper, stuffing envelopes, linking stamps, going to the post office. Real true CEOs work on money-generating tasks of their business, like marketing and sales. The real reason why your business may not be growing is because right now, growing your business isn't any one person's specific task or priority. Most people who get in the credit repair space, they're more concerned about learning, how do I get the bankruptcy removed? How do I get, you know, what strategies work best for repossessions? But they don't even have an accounting software to manage their money. They're still getting money deposited into their personal bank account. They're doing everything themselves. Right? They're working 80 hours a week on their business, as you probably should at the very beginning. But I'm, sorry, I'm talking about the like very beginning, like month one. The sooner 
the faster you can remove yourself from working in your business, your business will start to grow because now there's somebody working on your business. Let me ask you guys a question. Whose job is it to grow your business? Whose job is it? Can you hire somebody to go out and grow your business for you? You can. You can hire like marketing companies and whatnot. Are they going to be as passionate about growing your business for you as you would be? No. no. How passionate do you have to be to lick stamps and fold paper? How many people can you go out and hire to do that? What's the most time-consuming task in your business today? Answer it in your head. You don't have to answer it out loud. But what is the most time-consuming task? Is it creating the dispute letters? Is it printing them? Is it going to the post office? Is it customer service? Is it billing? Because that's stealing your time from growing your business. Let's say I work business to help consumers, right? Like everybody who, who is in business because they're passionate about helping consumers, you're in business for the right reasons. The money will follow. If you have that backwards, you're not going to get very far. If you're in a business solely because of the money, then you're only going to make so much of it because it requires passion for you to grow something above and beyond what you ever thought would be possible to grow, right? So I want you guys to kind of start having a mindset shift that you are first a business owner who happens to sell a service of credit repair, right? You're not a credit repair expert who happens to be a business owner. CEOs, they have one job. It has to run and grow their business, not to be stuck working in their business. And I made that mistake for probably the first three to four years of my first business. And that's why I plateaued and I couldn't get past like a 500 client mark because I was doing everything. I had one, one uh, assistant and that was it. And my business plateaued, I couldn't get past 500 clients. But the moment, because I'm a control freak, can I be honest with you guys? I'm a control freak. I'm one of those that if you want something done right, you got to do it yourself. I believe in that. But my business was suffering because of that limited belief that I had. I had to let go of the reins if I expected and I wanted my business to grow and to get anywhere bigger than I ever imagined it to be. So what I hope to accomplish today is to show you guys that this mindset shift is probably one of the most important mindset shifts you will have in your business for it to grow if you don't already have it, all right? So my goal for today, again, is to encourage you to give yourself a promotion from being self-employed to finally become the CEO that your business needs. For you to have a business that works for you instead of you working for it and understand the importance and necessity of that. There's a difference between self-employed and CEO. Do we agree on that? Like you went from working a nine to five to working a 24 seven for yourself. You're working harder than you have ever worked for anyone else. Maybe not even making as much money as you were making for someone else. And you're going to stay in a hamster wheel until you shift your mindset and understand that you are now a CEO of a business. So you need to start acting like one. CEOs hire and outsource and pay people to do things that they don't need to be doing in their business. Okay? So I want to tell you guys a story. To become CEO, you have to have a strong foundation in your business. And by the time I learned this lesson, I'm glad that I had already learned this lesson by this time. So that picture there on the left is a car. The picture in the middle, anybody know what that is? That used to be a motorcycle. And that picture on the right is me on a hospital bed and my mom kissing my forehead. That was me. I was in a motorcycle accident. I'm lucky to be alive here in front of you guys today. But the, the, the lesson that I want to share here is that while I was going through all of that, 
my business was still running because I had already given myself a promotion from self-employed to CEO. While I was weeks in a hospital and then months in recovery, money still kept coming in my business, clients were still getting service, enrollments were still coming in, the leashes are still happening, and I was in a hospital bed. So let me ask you guys a question. If anything similar to that were to happen to you, if you're out for two weeks, what will happen to your business? If you were out for two months, would you still have a business? Do you guys see the importance of giving yourself that promotion from self-employed to CEO? Because the business that I built was a business that I wanted to run for as long as I possibly could. Like I, I don't see myself doing anything other than credit repair for as long as I shall live. So this helped me appreciate that the importance of giving myself that promotion because I probably wouldn't have had a business if I was still doing everything myself, right? I, I wouldn't. So not only am I blessed to still be here, I'm blessed to still be here with my business operating the same way that it would have been operating whether I was in a hospital bed or not. So that's how I learned that lesson. So what makes a strong foundation for a business? Three things makes a strong foundation for a business. It's systems, it's processes, and it's people. Systems, processes, and people. If you have the right systems, the right processes, and the right people, that allows you to remove yourself from the systems, the processes, and the people to CEO. That manage the systems, the processes, and the people. Let's talk about systems. Here's a list of systems, what I, what I consider to be systems. You need a legal entity with an EIN number, right? If you're still doing credit repair and you don't have a legal entity, why not? Like, why, why, what are you waiting to, to happen? Like, what are you waiting, hoping to happen before you get a legal entity? You need an EIN number so you can go, out and go get a business account and you can get a merchant account. You need a business phone number and a business email address. If your business email is still johnnyscreditrepair at gmail.com, sorry, shame on you. Can I, can I be frank? Can I be blunt? Do you guys appreciate Are you guys okay with that? I promise I'm not me. Yeah. Right? But it costs less than $10. For you to get a banded email address, for it to be Bruce at creditrepairjunkies.com instead of creditrepairjunkiesllc at gmail.com. Costs nothing. But the perception that clients will have of you completely change. Like you're, you have a professional presence. Bonds and licenses. Now more than ever, make sure you get your bonds and licenses, your client agreement, your website, landing pages, lead magnets, sales pipelines. Appointment scheduling systems, leading client nurture campaign, automations, CRM, and credit repair software. Like these are systems that will help you run your business. If you're running your business with an Excel spreadsheet, you can only get so far. And then what happens? You're, you're, gonna, you're gonna break your systems because eventually it's not gonna be enough. Right? Your, your notebook that you're handwriting everything in is only gonna take you so far. You have to build the foundation for your business of tomorrow. What happens if you build a really tall building on a weak foundation? It falls over, it crumbles. Your business is no different. So when you build your business, imagine what business do you want to have one day? What business do you hope to have five years from now? And that's the foundation you start building today. Because what you don't want is to build a foundation for a 10-story building and then when you get to 
the ninth story, have to go back and redo the foundation because I didn't want to get to 20 stories. So do it right the first time. And a strong foundation includes these systems. Bruce, I don't need an appointment scheduling software. I just text my clients back and forth. Great. What happens once you start getting 25 leads a day, 50 leads a day? Do you need an appointment scheduling system to get people to book on your calendar? Probably. Lead nurturing. I don't need that. May not need it today, but the business that you want to have tomorrow will need it. So when you build your foundation, your systems, get all that stuff now. Learn how to use it now because then you won't have to change it later. Here's what I know to be true. The way you run your business with 50 clients will not always work when you have 500 clients. But the way you will, if you run your business for 500 clients and you only have 50 clients, it will always work, right? So it's kind of like, let's not put the chariot ahead of the horse. Build it in the right order so that one day later in the future, you're going to look back and be like, man, thank God I took care of all that crap already. Because if I had to do all that now, now that I have 500 clients, I have to go out and get a new this or a new that and move all this there, move up, you'll drive yourself nuts. So if you're in the early stages of your business, I highly encourage you to start looking into all this stuff. Getting these systems in place is going to help you because then a lot of these systems remove yourself from having to do a lot of this stuff. Like an appointment scheduling software can book your appointments for you. You don't have to book your own appointments. So now you're saving time, right? Your, your lead nurturing, your client nurturing, both will follow up with your clients for you. So you don't have to do that. Every second of your time that you can buy back to work on your business is going to be the biggest ROI that you'll ever have in your business. Your time is your most precious asset in your business. Invest it, not use it, invest it wisely. So invest it with systems. The next thing is processes. You need to have SOBs. What is an SOB? It's a standard operating procedure. You can't wing it to your way to CEO. You can't wing it your way to CEO. You need SOBs for everything that you do in your business. Collecting leads. How do you follow up with leads? How do you book appointments? How do you conduct consultations and sales calls? How do you handle enrollments? How do you onboard customers? How do you dispute each and every single account? How do you dispute around one collection? How do you dispute around free charge-off? You need to have an SOP for every single one of those things. How do you create every single dispute letter? How do you update results? You must have a clear and documented process that you use to do everything in your business. Remember, this is setting yourself up to give yourself that promotion. You want to give yourself a promotion from self-employed to CEO? You need the systems, and then you need the processes to go with it. Now, how do you create an SOP? Very easy. Anybody have a Zoom account? Anybody have a camera phone? Okay. You literally record yourself doing those things. Put your phone on, hit record, and record yourself doing those things. You can record your screen doing those things. Use Loom, right? Loom.com. Like it allows you to record your screen and you can even put like a little face on there. Or you Zoom, like go on Zoom. You can be the only one in the meeting. You can share your screen, you can hit record, and then now you're documenting how you do things. Now, why is this important? Because one day you're not gonna be the one doing those things anymore. One day you're not gonna be the one following up with leads, someone else is. So why is it important to have an SOP? So you can train somebody on how to do those things, which is my next point, people. 
You want to give yourself a promotion from self-employed to CEO? You need the systems. You need the processes. And then you need the people to use the systems and the processes to run your business for you. When you start your business, you must wear all the hats. However, the sooner you start handing those hats out to other people, the faster you'll grow your business. As the CEO of your business, the only tasks you should handle are related to marketing and sales, while still managing people who handle the other tasks. There's a difference there. There's a difference between me actively writing the dispute letters, printing them and mailing them out, than me just overseeing someone who's doing that. Number one, it's a lot less time consuming for me to just manage than for me to do. But number two, it becomes scalable. You on your own can probably do, I don't know, let's say 100 letters a day. How pathetic is this? I don't know if that's the right number. But let's say you can do 100 letters a day. Okay? But what happens once you get to a point where your business needs to do 300 letters a day? You can't do that by yourself anymore. You need people and systems and processes to make sure that it gets done. And anything that you can input and inject people into now becomes scalable. And you're now becoming CEO because now you're just managing the people doing the tasks instead of doing the tasks yourself. People are a very important asset in your business. You will never find someone to go out and grow your business for you. Only you can do that. You can always find someone to do your disputes, your billing, your customer service, your mailing, etc. With the correct systems and documents and processes in place, it becomes very easy to plug people into your business to free up your time to be CEO. So we're talking about, let's become CEO. Okay, great. Bruce, I got the systems, I got the processes, I got the people. Now I'm CEO. What do I do as CEO? You grow your business. Well, how do I grow my business? You'll never have more clients than the number of people that know that you do what you do. So I want to have a thousand clients. Do a thousand people even know you do credit repair? Whose job is it to get the word out to the public that you do credit repair? It's your job. The name of the game, y'all, is eyeballs. Eyeballs. The more eyeballs you can get on your business, the more clients you will have. It's just how things work. And luckily for us, we're in an industry where about eight out of 10 people need credit repair. So it's not very hard to find them, right? I play, I said, I can throw a rock and accidentally hit somebody with bad credit. Because they're everywhere. But who's looking for them? Like there's a bunch of fish in a pond. But you don't have a line in that pond. Why not? One of the biggest um, hurdles or problems or difficulties that I hear credit repair businesses have, because I work with, with literally thousands of them, it's first how do I get clients? I can't get clients. Like, you're great at getting the collections off, but you have no clients with collections to get them off for. You see how you have it backwards. You need to become a master of growing your business so that you can get the collections off and the bank of stuff and all that other stuff, right? Potentially. So as CEO of your business, your job is one thing. It's to market yourself as a business. If the name of the game is eyeballs, where are the eyeballs? You have so many different ways to grow your business. Social media, yeah, because why not? All the eyeballs are there nowadays, right? 
Like I was uh, talking with Dustin and, and, and Dylan yesterday about this whole TikTok thing. Like I don't even have TikTok, but apparently like TikTok is, is a jam. Like everybody's on TikTok and people are, you know, getting hundreds and hundreds of likes. Brother Carter right there, he's TikTok master. That, that's one. But uh, I'm not the online guy. I don't like putting my face on, on camera and showing myself. Okay, no problem. How about becoming the mayor of your town? Do your neighbors know you do credit repair? Like, are you sponsoring your kids' uh, sports leagues, like little league stuff? And are you involved in the community at all? You do like free classes at the library? Like, your job is literally just to get to people to know that you do what you do. And you don't do that because you don't have the time to do that. If you wake up in the morning and you only have one goal, and it's, I got to make sure that 10 new people today know that I do credit repair that don't already know. And that's all you have to do today. And that's all they have to do tomorrow. And that's all they have to do the next day. What's going to happen to your business? It's going to grow. Why? Because now there's more awareness. People know they do what you do. So what is more important? Is it more important to literally have your finger in every task in your business or to have as much of your time bought back so you can go out and grow your business? That's why you want to be CEO, not because of the title. Who cares about titles? It's not about the title. It's not, oh, I'm CEO of, instead of I'm self-employed at. It's not about the title. It's about what you get to do with that title. That title gives you the permission and the responsibility to go out and grow your business. Do you guys agree with me or not? Am I just talking crap here? No? Does that make sense? Yeah. All right. So... What I want is I really want to encourage you guys to, when you leave here, go home, start thinking about what are the most tedious and time-consuming tasks that are robbing the time that I have to go out and grow my business. Write them down. And if you don't know, go to work on Monday and then start calendaring, start writing down every task that you do on a piece of paper. Do that for a week and then review all the things that you did. And you'll see how much time you're spending on things that you didn't even know you were spending that much time on. And if you can replace the time with money-generating activities instead, like marketing and sales, you'll see a growth in your business. The reason why my business didn't look like this, while I did, is because of the systems, the processes, and the people that I had, which made up the foundation of my business, that kept it alive and thriving while I was barely alive and thriving myself. This is a really important lesson. It's the most important lesson that I've ever learned in business. And that's why I think it's one of the biggest mistakes that CROs make. But it's not only CROs, it's any business. It's any business. When you start a business, you're excited, you love the product or service that you're selling, and you should. But you need to be more excited about the idea of being a business owner. It's exciting. It's exciting to be able to go Travel anytime that I want with my family, anywhere in the world, and not have to worry about, oh, my letter's going to get done. Oh, that client's payment failed. Who's going to take care of that? Isn't that what we all want? Didn't we all become business owners because we want the time freedom and the financial freedom that we didn't get at our J-O-B? Isn't that why we all want businesses? Yes. Okay, so let's give ourselves that time freedom and that financial freedom by giving ourselves a promotion from self-employed to CEO. That's why I created Credit Repair Junkies with a very specific admission and it's a vision that I had to help as many people as I could start, run, and grow their businesses through our services, trainings, and tools. 
You see, when I sold my credit for business back in 2017, I had over 7,000 clients and I got out of it. I was like, I, I want to shift my focus and I want to help other business owners find the same kind of success that I was able to find. So I started creating products and services and training to help CROs grow their business. We have services, we outsource, we do disputes, we do customer service. You don't have to outsource to me. I don't care if you outsource to me or not. I don't care if you hire somebody. What I care about is that you're not the one stuck doing that stuff in your business because that's robbing your time. We have trainings, a seven-day CRO that teaches you how to start a business, advanced disputing, affiliate training, student loan relief. Like we created all these resources, all these trainings. We have the tools, the junkies automation software. We offer merchant accounts and credit building products and all this stuff that you, that you would need. But all of this is to fulfill the mission and vision of CROs becoming CEOs. You need to be able to do that for yourself. Who's going to become CEO, like a true CEO of their business when they go home? If you're not yet. Okay. Now, I challenge myself because I, I'm a control freak like I told you guys. I still see seed in every single email that goes into my business. Danny, my COO, sitting right here at the front, he knows. I know the heartbeat of my business. I know everything that's happening in my business, but I'm not the one actively involved doing anything. It's, it'll be irresponsible if you kind of just completely shift away all responsibility of your business to somebody else and don't keep your finger on it. So start thinking of those, those time-consuming things that you have in your business. See how much time it's really robbing you from growing your business and then replace it with money-generating activities for your business. That's all I got for you guys. If you want some more information about potentially working with us or getting hopping on a call with me to talk a little bit more, you can scan that QR code there and, and book a time to, to speak with us. And I'll be more than happy to, to speak with you or maybe just give you some direction on, hey, Bruce, I'm struggling with this. What do I do here? How do I do that? I want to make myself available and I want to make myself a resource to everybody in this room to be able to help you maybe just take you to the next level, whatever that level may be like for you. I appreciate the Smart Credit uh, people for inviting me to be here. It's a pleasure. I really appreciate you guys. And I'm going to open up for two, one or two questions if anybody has questions. The biggest mistake that I made in starting my business, I didn't have the right system. So when I started my business, I had one thing and one thing only. It was a credit repair software. And that's it. I didn't have anything else. That was a mistake for me because I was limited to what I could do with my company with just one thing. So when I started getting more systems and I started creating more processes, it allowed me to scale my business because I was constrained by what I could do with only one system. So that was my biggest mistake that I made when I started my business. What is your best source of customers now? So we get customers um, two ways. We have built, by the way, I sold my company in 2017 and then I started a new one again from scratch like months after that because I couldn't stay away. I still had people calling me, hey, you do credit repair? It's like, yeah, sure. So we have what, a couple thousand clients right now again? So I have a huge network of affiliates. I think the word of mouth business, like when you watch a, a, a movie or something on Netflix, normally you watch it somebody recommended it to you, right? Or you go eat at a new restaurant because a friend recommended it to you. So I think the best business I can ever have is a referred business. So I found a way, hey, I'm going to sell something. I'm going to sell one person. So I'm either going to sell you on my services or I'm going to sell you on selling my services for me. Does that make sense? Mortgage brokers, but the everyday person. We have thousands of everyday people 
who are our affiliates who sell better performance. Because I'm going to sell one thing to one person, like I just said. The difference is that if I sell you my credit repair services, I get you as a client and maybe a referral, your sister or your cousin. If I sell you on the idea of selling credit repair for me, I'm going to get an unlimited number of clients from you in the future. Does that make sense? So I choose my heart. My heart is, do I want to sell one person on, hey, you need credit repair, hire me, or do I want to sell one person, hey, you want to make some extra money from home? Just by posting on your Facebook and referring people to my credit repair company, I'll pay you $100 and $20 a month for every single one, right? So I pay, some of our affiliates are making $30,000 a month. Like my number one sales guy makes $30,000 a month. My sales guy, my number one, just by getting his own clients. So choose your heart. For me, that strategy worked well. Now, that may not be your jam, right? Your jam may be TikTok, where you get 500,000 views in one video and you get 200 clients overnight. Do you have the right systems, the right processes, and the right people to handle that, though? We have a white-label goal-high level. If you guys know what goal-high level is, we have a white-labeled version of goal-high level. We call it the Credit Repair Junkie software, and that's where we track all of our affiliates. Every single one of our affiliates has their own affiliate link, and it tracks everything back to them, and the commissions are all tracked to them. It's very simple and very easy to set up. I have a lot of time, y'all. I'll be around. I leave tomorrow morning, but find me today if you want to talk to me. I'll be around all day, all night. Thank you for having me. See you guys soon.